I'm over it. Acting like you can make $75 an hour or 100K a year as a new VA with no experience, not true. Here's why most VAs are stuck at $20 to $25 an hour. Hey everyone, I'm Emily Reagan, and you've discovered Unicorns Unite. This is a podcast for freelancers, service providers, virtual assistants, and curious listeners who would like to experience the freedom and flexibility of working virtually. We're the magic makers, movers and shakers, and the real people doing the work behind the scenes of online businesses. Welcome to Unicorns Unite. This episode is sponsored by my very own Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistant School. If you're looking to work from the comfort of your own home or the beaches of Bali or your RV or wherever, this is the only training that prepares you to do the actual client work and work in a role of a digital marketing assistant, a real job title. In this 12-week program, you'll set up your business, which is what most VA courses teach you anyway, and you'll also learn how to do the freelance marketing work that clients expect you to know. You'll get detailed training modules on email marketing, blogging, SEO, funnels, social media, affiliate management, and a brand new module about using and managing AI tools. We'll have weekly Q&As, office review hours for your portfolios, and for your marketing assets. We'll have guest speakers to talk about confidence, discovery calls, and pricing. Plus, we're sharing job leads, yes, so you could very easily take on clients before you finish the program. And you'll also get three months inside the Digital Marketers Workgroup, our community of freelance marketers and VAs. It'll be a safe community to help hold your hand as you get started in this business. Mentorship, networking, and an obscene amount of support, we have it all inside UDMA School. No one is going to hold your hand as a freelancer. Clients expect you to know what you're doing and take control, and this is where you can step in with a real job title and ditch the admin VA world and work as a higher paid, highly prized marketing assistant. Go to UDMA School to get on the wait list or enroll when the card opens on October 17th. I'll see you inside. Hey, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Emily Reagan, a fellow freelancer. I started by writing my very first freelance projects, which were press releases for local businesses when I was living in Oklahoma City, and then fell into a retainer client who begged me to take them on and then changed my life. Now I have a six-figure business. I am able to PCS, that's military word for move all of the time, follow military orders, and bring my clients with me and work during school hours. Yes, I have four children. This work has been so instrumental in giving me the freedom in my schedule, the freedom financially, and also the freedom in my brain to do the things that light me up, to have a balance in my life and not just be a stay-at-home mom. I love my children, but I also love creating, producing, and being a part of a team and working toward a common goal. So enter freelance marketing. For years, I called myself a VA. I hated the term. And I want to talk about that a little bit today because I meet a lot of virtual assistants who are stuck. They fell for the whole gimmick that they could easily make 100K as a VA. And it hurts my soul. It hurts my soul because I can remember when I was first starting and someone said, oh, you're not just going to be another one of those VA coaches. And it was 2016. I didn't even know that existed. I didn't even know there were courses teaching how to be a VA. And I always felt uncomfortable with it because I wasn't comfortable with the title. If you follow me at all, you know that I don't believe virtual assistant is a job title at all. It's an industry term. It means a remote worker, but it's not specific in what we're actually doing. 
And so a lot of you are experiencing this because you probably took a general VA course. Now you felt like maybe something's wrong with you. Why am I not booking the clients I thought I would? Why are they low-level clients who don't really let me have the reins? Why is this business not moving forward? Why am I not making gobs of money? Why does it feel like I'm working all the time? And why am I scared that I'm just going to be replaced by AI or even cheaper labor overseas VAs? So a lot of you are in this boat and it's not really your fault. It's not your fault if you didn't know any better. Ultimately, what do we want? As freelancers, what do we want? What do we scream back at me? You want the best clients at those premium rates where you're not having to work 60 hour weeks and max out your capacity. You want to be seen as an expert and trusted and valued and appreciated on your team, but still have a life, still be able to turn your brain off and spend it with your loved ones, your fur babies, your kids, your spouse, your husband, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your parents, your friends, your pickleball teammates. You also want money. It needs to be worth it. A lot of us are straddling this world where we are in a nine to five and we're trying to start a side hustle. Some of us are doing it during school hours, but bottom line, it needs to be worth our time. If it's too much stress, if we're hitting our head against the wall, if we're just constantly churning clients, if we can't make it work, why are we doing this? And here's a little, little hint. It does take time. If you started this business thinking it would happen overnight, that you could instantly charge these three-figure hourly rates, you were told wrong. It takes time. In an upcoming podcast, we have Brittany Gardner on the show, and she talks about the three-year rule. I'm never going to pull wool over your eyes, and I'm always going to be honest with you. It took me longer because I didn't know any better. I didn't know any better. I was happy as a clam behind the scenes. I didn't know this was a whole thing. I started very blissfully ignorant. And ignorance is bliss until you know better. And the good news is you're listening to this podcast. You're a smart cookie. You're going to be able to pull yourself out of it. You're going to be able to do the big, bold moves you need to get beyond $25 an hour. Now, I tell the graduates of my Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistant School to start there when they have no experience, but there's always exceptions. If you take a good, solid training like the UDMA school, $25 an hour is like your rate with your first client. Very quickly, you stair step it up. But if you're coming to the table with expertise, if you have a proven track record, then you can easily get an hour, hit the $100 an hour rate. That's what I charge now for my clients. A lot of times I'm doing tech setups and automations, and I don't always know how long it'll take for some of these things. And so some of my very long-term clients, I just quote them $100 an hour and keep it simple. Could I do more? Yes. Is this my main breadwinning money anymore? No. Now I quote projects and build quiz funnels for several thousand dollars, And that feels like a good safe spot. That's something I do regularly. I know it inside and out, the back of my hand. Why am I telling you this? Because I just want you to know I've been at it a while, but I made a mistake. When I first started, I was at $20 an hour forever, forever, because I didn't know any better. And I didn't understand the value that I was bringing to the table. Now, I'm not saying go out and just instantly, you know, raise your rates. You have to come to the table with a few things. We'll talk about that here right now. But first, I want to explain the real reason that we're stuck at $20 an hour. It comes down to competence and confidence, to be able to quote higher prices, to be able to hone in in your value-based services, to feel good in your brain that you are worthy and you are offering enough. It comes down to confidence. And I wanna explain something called the confidence competency loop. So here it goes. I just wrote an email about it if you read this, if you read emails. Confidence 
is our belief we can do something. Competence is the actual ability to do something. So here's how it becomes a cycle. If we believe we can do something, we take action on it and we do it. We do it. We straight up do it. And that alone, that action, that time in grade, that on-the-job experience, it increases our competence, which then increases our confidence. As you can see, that builds. So you increase your confidence. It allows you to take on even more action. Say yes to more projects, to take riskier things, things you haven't done before. Go the next step. You take on more action. It increases your competence. You start building your tool belt. This is why it's not an overnight thing, guys. It takes a while to A, bust into that loop, and B, get it moving. And work with the clients who give you those opportunities to really flex your muscles and build your own competence. It helps if you come to the table with something. I came to the table with journalism and public relations skills. I could write, I knew video, I knew packages, and I knew PR. That was just my starting place. That was my easy sell service to get myself in the loop, to be able to say yes and take on more projects and find that sweet spot for me. That's why 13 years into working as a freelance digital marketer, I'm pretty damn confident. I know what I'm doing. I've been around the block. I've worked with all the tech stacks. I've worked in over 102 clients' businesses. And my core competency just keeps adding up, which is really good because tech and everything is changing all the time. Strategies have changed somewhat as well. Algorithms have severely updated multiple times. And I now have the confidence that I can adapt because I've seen this happen. But you see how this comes back to the experience part. And that confidence allows you to sit in a discovery call, face a client with your ring light on and say, I can do the thing. When you trust yourself to be able to do it because you've done it before one time, that's all it takes. So what I wanted to talk about today is why we get stuck at $20 an hour. But first, while you're listening to this, make sure you sign up for our info session. We are doing another live version of the How to Become a Virtual Assistant. If you know someone who could be a really great VA or DMA who's interested in learning about working from home is over call centers, retail, MLMs, send her my way to the info session. The link is below. It's happening September 20th. That's the starting place, right? Figuring out what you're going to do, how you're going to set things up. And this is going to fast track people who are interested. But then once you get to this place where you're like, all right, now I'm working a little bit, figured some things out, created some key assets, like I know what I'm supposed to be doing. Why am I stuck? So much of it comes back to confidence. And that's why we just had this mindset series on the show. That's why we had Tracy and Mary Ann and Sally talking about mindset, because that's the head trash that will really keep us stuck. So because we have bought into this whole $75 admin VA exist with no experience, there are things we end up wasting our money on that really are keeping us stuck. And we'll call them the biggest money wasters in the VA business. First off, this is going to be no surprise, I have an entire podcast dedicated to this, is actually not raising your rates. You are leaving money on the table if you deliver a premium experience for your clients. You do what you say. You are the cream of the crop. You have follow through. You're organized. You get things done on time. You meet deadlines and you can clearly communicate. If you are meeting all of these factors and turning in good typo-free work, 
chances are you're ready. If you've already booked out a client at this rate, you're ready for the next rate. Don't sit on it and wait too long. Don't wait for three years. It's something you have to do in your business regularly. And it's not just because you hit a certain milestone. You raise your rates as your competency grows. You don't do your clients any justice if you're giving them budgeted services. They're not learning how to run a real business with a realistic budget. You are saving them money at your own expense and your family's expense. So if you are doing good work, if you've proven it, if you've gotten results, you've gotten over that first hump and busted into the competency loop, time to raise your rates. I wish I had known this. I spent way too long when I first started. It's even more embarrassing. $10 an hour doing Pinterest. It was also 2013. I didn't know any better. And Pinterest was so new. I didn't have anyone to talk to and compare it to. But you're not going to make that mistake, not on my watch, and especially if you're over in the Digital Marketers Workgroup and we can talk about rates and everything. A lot of us sit on this because we're scared. We're scared that we have to compete with overseas VAs. We need to lower our rates. And honestly, It's like a whole pricing thing. I mean, go listen to the interview with Belinda Rosenblum too. That's a good one. You're selling yourself short if you're not charging the right rates, especially in coordination to the services you're offering. Marketing services, hands down, just make more money. When you can bring in leads, when you drive traffic, when you result in sales, you're value-based and you can charge more money. It's just more valued by the clients as well. The other biggest money waster in the VA business is scope creep. I know you care about your clients and you want to do your best, but deep down that comes from a lack of confidence and a fear that you're going to lose your clients if you step up and say no. Listen, I get it. The work needs to be done, but it's also your job to turn around to your client and make them prioritize and clearly articulate what they want done. That can be their decision. If they have a monstrous list of things they need done, they need to be realistic about it. You're not doing them any favors. If you give them discounts, you squeeze it in, you don't charge it for them, all of that. I guarantee you, if you add up your hours and your kind heart is not charging them for everything, you're eating the time. That's cutting into your profit margin. So how else can scope creep come up? When you have to go out and learn things that you didn't know how to do before. So if you should have known them, yeah, that's on you. Sometimes we eat that. But there are some random things our clients want us to problem solve. You charge for that. You get them to agree that you will find the problem. And you you be realistic. Like, don't take eight hours to figure out an issue with GoDaddy. Like be smart and efficient. That's what they want. And I know you care. I know you listened to Sandra Booker's podcast last episode about how treating somebody's business as hers has made her successful. But that doesn't mean at your expense. It's up to you to set the boundaries of what you will do and what you will not do and give your client the ultimate decision power of their choice, right? You have to tell your client, yes, I can help you with that, and it will be this much extra. This will add on five extra hours to our booked out month. Is that what you want? Get their buy-in. Scope creep is wasting your money. Add up your toggle, go look at the hours you're doing, and see for yourself. I mean, I'm just as guilty. I have a friend I'm helping on a launch, and there's been a couple little piddly things. Like I come in, and I do this, and I fix that, and like 15 minutes here and there, and here and there, and it adds up big time, especially if your hourly rate's $100. I'm guilty too. I mean, you know me. I'm a practitioner. I'm doing this work too. I'm, I'm helping you from this point of experience. <laughs> I'm still doing the client work and I still struggle with it. But also I had a client reach out, ask me to go look at something in ClickFunnels, something I'd never set up, something that had nothing to do with the project that I did. And I was like, you know what? I'll let you know when I can get to it. 
she knows she's going to pay for it, but I'm not going to like stop what I'm doing at the expense of my other clients and my family and go take care of it. That's scope creep and that's good boundaries. Okay. So both of those come with confidence, like in yourself. And once you see how long work takes you, once you get a good feeling of that and you see how worthy you are and the results you get, you'll feel really good about both those things. The third thing that's the biggest money waster in the VA business is bad investments. Now, I'm going to explore this a little bit because I've seen the spectrum. One, thinking you have to do a certification or, or even have a four-year marketing degree. Like, come on now. Okay, let's talk about marketing degrees first. All theory, no application does not prepare you to take on a job whatsoever. I mean, just like look at my journalism, electronic media broadcast degree was not hireable, had no real skills afterward. Did I know some outdated theory? Yes, but we all know that by the time things go through college, it's a watered down, it's not fast, and it's not dynamic. Marketing degrees are great if you're going to work in a corporate marketing environment and be a leader and a manager, a CMO. Cool. Yes, you need a marketing degree. To handle freelance clients? No, (laughs) you do not. Certifications. Oh my gosh, how many people think they need a certification? Certifications are so freaking bogus. The only time you truly need a certification is if you are teaching somebody else's method. You want to be able to go out and teach their method that they have intellectual property rights over? Yes, you want a certification. There might be a time and place to do a high-level tech certification, say you want to be a Dubsado expert. That's not going to happen in your first three years of business. It's going to take you a while to be there and be specialized. Like I ran about this all the time, like starting off super specialized. No, doesn't really work unless you have proven clients you can bring with you. A certification. I don't know one single client who has asked me about my certifications. I even made a post over in Amy Porterfield's group and I asked how many people asked their VA for certifications. And out of like, 20, 30 responses, one difficult person said me. And I was like, remind me not to work for you. Nobody cares about that. Clients just care that you can do the job. You can do what you say. And if it makes you feel good, if it's a self-qualifier, cool. If it increases your confidence in order for you to take action, cool. But it is just not necessary. And it can be a huge waste of money if you get a certification before you really know what you want, what kind of clients you want to work for, what you're good at, and have any kind of clarity whatsoever. And don't waste your money on courses that aren't up to snuff. If you're exploring your options, if you're doing research, if you're collecting ideas, if you're looking for ways to work digitally, I invite you to attend my free info session, How to Become a Virtual Assistant. Yes, it's back and it's live and it's happening Wednesday, September 20th at 12 p.m. Eastern. I am laying everything on the table with what you need to know about the VA industry so you can figure out the best way to make money from home using your brain. I want you to be able to work in your wheelhouse with all of the freedom and flexibility that you need in your life, and being a VA is one of those options. If you've been wanting to get started, need the building blocks, and want to know how to get your foot in the door, make sure you save a seat. Just click on the registration link below. You can also go to emilyreaganpr.com info. This is a no-pitch, a safe place to learn the ropes of what you'll need to run your own digital service independent contractor business. I'll see you there. Click on the link below. Also, tell your smart friends about this. Okay, so a couple of things here. First of all, courses need to be updated. This time and day, everything's changing so quickly. Algorithms, tech, whatever. 
one of my students took a Facebook ads course that was very old. And I've actually heard a lot of people ranting about it. And it's embarrassing to hear that it's still on the market. That ads manager program has changed so many times. That does not set you up for success when you get into a client's business and it doesn't look the same. I get it. Meta Business Suite's changing a lot. All the platforms are. Every time I log into Reels and TikTok, it looks different. But make sure you're investing in courses that are truly updated and have a good rep. You know, one of my students in the work group said that she took a popular VA course and that YouTube videos were more up to date than what was in that, that training ground. So watch out, watch out. There's also courses that don't actually teach skills. A lot of general VA courses focus on the general business setup and overall how to promote yourself. But think about what your clients are actually going to ask you to do. Do they want strategy? Are there actual tasks you need to get done? How are you going to make money and build business off of this course? Some courses are just basic overviews that teach no tech. I've seen those. One of our work group members was saying how she came from a, a big VA popular program and that everyone left that course with no specific job title. Everyone had the same exact branding, same exact marketing assets and templates. Nobody stood out. And what she was missing was how does she do the work? She wasn't actually prepared to sell herself. Everyone was a basic admin VA coming to the table and looking exactly the same. You've got to be able to stand out and be unique and articulate this. And you need to be able to meet clients where they're at with the skill that's in demand. Just because you worked in Wendy's and you did customer service doesn't mean that immediately translates to the online business customer service. There are actual skills you need to learn to be able to do that. And I think that's the, the biggest problem right now, being sold that you can make 100K with no real skills. And that's why I really believe in having a job title. Digital marketing assistant, you know exactly what you're doing. It's just general enough and it's just specialized enough and it's what people actually need to hire in the world. Clients need someone to help with different aspects of their marketing. It gets your foot in the door so that you can take on more roles and kind of find that sweet spot for yourself. And it's getting even more competitive right now. It's not the same marketplace it was three years ago when VAs could just be like a good person. You have to come to the table with skills or you are breaking IRS rules and being misclassified as an employee if your client has to train you. You are expected to come to the table as a professional. No one's going to hold your hand and teach you things. So ask yourself that whenever you're taking a course. And then the other thing I see a big money waster when it comes to courses is the course collecting. You know, you know who you are. We love learning. I get it. You always want to learn the next thing. But you have to ask yourself, are you secretly stalling? Are you actually going to make money from this? Is this just feeding your fear of FOMO like you don't know enough? Are you just being a yes person to your client and incurring costs for no reason? Are you afraid to say no? Like, I know enough. Are you going to lose that client if you say no? This comes back to the competence in the confidence loop. Clients can always hire additional teammates. They can augment. They can hire specialists. You cannot be an expert in everything. And you might have to jump in before you're ready if you just keep buying courses thinking, once I do this, I'll be ready. Once I'll do this, I'll be ready. Here's the thing. The algorithms are changing. Tech's changing. You change. It's not a one-size-fits-all answer. And it's an opportunity waster if you're not saying yes to open jobs right now and tasks that you can learn from and build that competency. You don't have time to waste. You want to be doing billable hours. Kind of goes back to the scope creep. The scope creep within your own business, isn't it? 
In Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistant, we're teaching you to trust yourself to be able to think on your feet, have that high order thinking so you can get into different clients' businesses and think through the marketing puzzle. Because they're all trying to do the same thing. Drive traffic, sell, repeat. And if you can figure out and stand solidly in a marketing foundation like that, you can think in any business, you can say yes to almost any job without having to have another couple thousand dollars worth of courses. You can figure out how to optimize things. The key is trusting yourself. Again, competence, confidence. Okay, so here's a couple questions to ask yourself before you make an investment in any type of course. I have talked to a lot of people. There's been a lot of courses that have left people disappointed, didn't give the ORI, didn't give the human experience, the accountability. The coach didn't really show up like they said they were. Coach went on vacation. Coach was replaced with their coaches. (laughs) It's crazy what I'm hearing out there. And then there's buyer's remorse. There's people not getting eyes in the feedback they actually need to cross the finish line, publish the thing, and then they don't feel confident and that does not feed the competent confidence loop. The thing about being an independent contractor is nobody is holding your hand. You are on your own. So a big question to ask always, I'm going to start at the end. I'm going to blow my list out of the water. What happens at the end? What are the next steps? Are they just going to sell you into the next thing? Because once you're aware of this like ascension model, everyone's trying to sell you the next thing. Like buyers beware. Do I have to pay to stay here? Do I have to, to be successful? Am I going to be sold into a mastermind? Am I going to be sold into a membership that I have to keep paying to keep up a certification? Ask yourself those questions. It will surprise you. Okay, first thing to do before you make an investment, what is the course promise? What are you really getting out of it? Are you going to walk away with actual skills? Are you going to walk away with something written and complete? What is that? What is the coaching? Don't make up things. Don't create your own expectations and make up a future. Pay attention. It's so easy to have the rose-colored glasses. You want it to solve all your pain points, but what are you really getting out of it? The course promises everything. I can tell you the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistant School, I was actually featured on Amy Porterfield's uh, DCA lesson for my course promise, and I should have pulled it up as I record this podcast, so I'm going to run out of time. I'm not going to be able to do that. But my promise is you walk away A, with your business set up, which is what most general VA courses do, you will have your business set up, but you will also have the tech implementation marketing skills to be able to take on client work. Now, I don't guarantee clients. I can't. I can bring you the jobs. I can bring you the training. I can add an extra mindset coaching. I can look and audit your assets, but you have to put your name in for the hat and actually show up for the discovery call. I can like lead you all the way there. Take the horse to the well, but you can't make them drink the water. My course promise isn't going to be something ridiculous and promise 100K VA, booked out VA. No, I can't promise that because you have to do some of that heavy lifting yourself. You actually have to go through the course and you have to show up for the call, put your name in the hat. Okay, so pay attention to the course promise. If you're looking at a course that's going to expand your skills as a service provider, what are those exact skills? Are they just teaching high level or are they teaching granular? I saw a course once where she told everyone to start a Pinterest account and make long skinny pins. That's all. She didn't teach the how. And how many people signed up thinking they would learn Pinterest? Didn't learn a dang tech thing. What are the skills? When was the course last updated? This is a big one, especially this day and age. Is it being maintained? Is this coach even doing this anymore? Can they even update it? Are they like off doing something else like real estate investments and like, I don't know, 
a mastermind, <laughs> like easy low lift things. Are they even doing the work anymore? I would ask that too. And last thing, a lot of people join courses for accountability, right? There's a reason why you just don't do courses on our own and then immediately implement. We need accountability. We need people to go through. We need to bounce ideas off. We need eyes on our stuff. We need help writing. We need to look for typos. We need to practice discovery calls, all of that. So if accountability is a big part for you, it doesn't necessarily mean you need like your own coach, but like how big is the group? Are you even going to enjoy that process? Some groups are too big, not engaged, full of gatekeepers, Like what kind of group is it and what is your limit and what is the right fit for you and how active is it? Just because it's big doesn't mean it's good quality, right? So I'd love to hear from you if you want to DM me. If you took a course, how to regret, what do you wish you would have asked ahead of time? I'd love to hear that from you. I took a course in the beginning of my Pinterest marketing career. I'd already been doing the Pinterest work, figured things out, and it was a complete waste of time. If anything, it did increase my confidence. It showed that I knew what I was doing. But I would hate for you to waste your money like that, especially in these precious first three years of your business where every dollar counts and you need to be smart about what you invest in. You need to be smart about which clients you're working for, when you increase your rates and like what services you're doing. You need to be smart about all of that. That's what's holding people back is not believing in themselves, trusting themselves, and making the business owner calls that they need to make on their business. That's why we had Sally Arias on the Mindset Series talking about taking emotion out of it, looking at your numbers, and moving forward. This is how you get success. This is why I spent so much time on the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistance School, because I saw what was missing in this space. I saw VAs who didn't know how to do SEO. And I saw clients getting bamboozled and digitally conned by people who said they knew what they were doing. And it all comes back to lack of skills, really. Really. I don't want you to lose anything. I don't want you to waste your money. I get way too many people saying they wish they had met me sooner. And it's just because they did something that was half-baked, right? And if you position yourself well, if you do value-based services, you'll bust through that $20 an hour. You'll be positioned in the market, ripe and prime and ready to take on the work that the clients need the most help with, that they're willing to pay good money for. I might not have hammered this home well, but finding what happens after the course is key. Because you still need a network, you still need to have clients, you still need to do the work to promote yourself. So how will it advance that part of it? How will it help you with the marketing? Because that's probably one of the hardest things about working as a freelancer. You're in your client's business. And you cannot forget about your business too. You can't just set up your business and like have it take off, right? It does take work. It takes blood, sweat, and tears. It takes consistency and not quitting. It takes people who've gone through what you've gone through to support and encourage you when you hit those down moments. Community is everything. Having a supportive environment, constructive criticism, eyes on your stuff, it's all helpful to you staying up to speed. And honestly, you feel really confident when you see what other people are doing. You're like, I'm doing that too. So your aha moment today is coming to the table with actual skills and not wasting your money on things that don't position you in that spot. When you are there, stop the scope creep and charge for it. I've learned this the hard way. I don't want you to make that mistake too. I cannot wait for the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistant School to open up because it will set you up to go beyond this assistant. VA was never a sexy title for me. And once you understand high level what you should be doing and you know a few of the granular tactics, 
You can think through any situation. That's how you end up charging even more and getting into strategy and consultation. You don't need more courses. You need to improve your job title and work up to manager and consultant and strategist. Okay, that's all I have for you today. Make sure you've signed up for that info session. Tell a friend, leave a review. Just know I'm cheering you on. I'm here on this podcast every week, hoping that you are rocking your freelance business and you're believing in yourself because I believe in you. I'll see you next week. If you want to start earning income as a digital marketing service provider or digital marketing assistant, you only need your laptop. You can tap into what online business owners really need help with by downloading my top 10 most requested tasks. These are the services I did for years for my clients behind the scenes. You can take this download and apply it to your own business and start by offering these very same services. If you want to niche down in digital marketing, this is your guide. Just use the link in the show notes or go to emilyreaganpr.com slash services. Sorry, phone buzzed.